What's up guys, welcome back to the channel. Today I want to talk about why you struggle versus bad poker players, and it's probably not what you think. Now don't worry, I'm gonna walk you through some example hands step-by-step -step in today's video to get you guys beating these bad poker players. So first off, what is a bad poker player? Well, I mean, I'm kind of referring to recreational players essentially. The weekend warriors, the people who are there at the tables, you know, just kind of splashing around, they play the game for fun, only they're not playing semi-professionally professionally they're not studying videos like this they're not watching videos like this they just play the game for fun it's their hobby and you know a lot of people tell me that these players get lucky against them a lot they have trouble beating them so let's jump into it right now all right so the number one reason in my experience having coached hundreds of people especially in smaller stakes games why they don't beat the bad poker players is one simple thing it is getting too fancy now, what do I mean by this? Well, let's break it down first. Let's really talk about recreational poker players, uh, bad poker players, and, and what they think. Well, they think on what we refer to as level one, level one thinking. Now, what exactly does that mean? Basically, level one thinking in poker is one thing. It is what is my own hand? How does it connect with the boards? Do I think it's pretty? Yada, yada. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is a player who is not thinking about your hand. They're not thinking about what you're doing, what hand you're representing. They're not thinking about how the flop turn a river, how the board connects with your potential range or anything of that sort. And therefore, the biggest problem that people face is they learn all of these, you know, advanced plays from, you know, their favorite professional poker player. Maybe they've studied some high-level advanced uh, books or training courses online, for example, and they've learned a bunch of advanced plays and they try these out on the recreational players and lo and behold, it goes whoop right over their head and the recreational bad poker player just calls them down anyways because again guys they're only thinking on level one therefore you cannot pull some sort of sophisticated bluff against them representing something because it's they're not thinking about that they're only thinking about their own hands so let's jump right into an example here you have nine eight of hearts for example and the flop comes down with an ace of spades king of clubs and four of hearts so you know not really the board we're looking for of course we have a backdoor flush draw but honestly guys there's not really a whole lot going on on this board nobody would ever say that this is a good flop for a suited connector like nine eight of hearts so you know if they bet into you on the flop guys your best play here is just to fold if you try to get fancy in a spot like this and raise them on the flop for example because you're trying to represent the ace or their king once again it's just gonna go whoop right over their head and they're just gonna call you with their king 10 offsuit their ace five etc Hopefully you guys understand what I'm talking about here. So now another huge problem with, you know, trying to get fancy and, and raise them and bluff raise them in a spot like this, not only are you going to get called a lot, as we just mentioned, you're also going to inadvertently put yourself on tilt when they do end up calling you. Because what's gonna end up happening is that you're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna ask yourself, why is this player so bad? Why don't they, you know, respect my raises? Why don't they realize that I'm representing a strong hand here? How can they call me down with just King 10, for example, on that board? It's only middle pair of the bad kicker, right? But guys, once again, you have to realize this is your fault. This is not, we already know 
what they're thinking. They're thinking on level one. This is a basic player who just plays the game as a hobby. They're in there splashing around. This is their, their fun time. This is their entertainment. They're not thinking about what you're representing. They see that they look down. I've got King 10, I've got a pair, I call. So ultimately guys, this is about taking responsibility for your own self and your own actions and, and understanding that this is your fault in this situation. And I'm guilty as charged as well, guys. I've done this many times. I'm, I'm not saying I'm some sort of perfect poker player. I've tried to bluff the, uh, the recreational players one too many times and learned the lesson the hard way many times as well. And again, I've had to come back and say to myself, look, this is my fault. Stop trying to force the square peg through the round hole. This player is not gonna fold in this situation. You already know you can't bluff these players, so don't do it. Again, guys, you're just gonna end up putting yourself on tilt when they call you in a spot like this and you're going to end up compounding your problems because now you're going to be playing emotionally in future hands and you're going to start playing poorly. So what is the alternative? How do you actually beat bad poker players? Well, guys, it's very, very simple. You take them to Value Town. What is Value Town? Value Town is simply betting when you have it. Now, it, it doesn't, you don't have to have the nuts. You don't have to have, and what I mean by that is, you, you know, top two pair or something like that, or three of a kind. The great thing is you don't need to have a great hand versus them. You can go for thin value which can be a hand like middle pair, for example. We're gonna walk you through an example here in a second. Uh, or it can be big value where you've got top pair or betters. So once again, let's walk through some examples here. So once again, you got nine, eight of hearts, flop comes down, uh, this time with the eight of clubs, 10 of hearts, and five of diamonds. So certainly a better flop in this situation. We have middle pair this time. So we have some actual credible showdown value here. Remember, bad players often play upwards of 50% of all hands dealt to them if you're playing online poker and using a poker tracker HUD, like um, poker tracker, for example, which I'll have links to in the description. I've used it for 10 years as a pro. Um, you can just see, you know, look at their VPIP, exactly what percentage of hands they're playing. And if they're playing, like I said, 40, 50, 60% of all hands dealt to them, you know your middle pair is going to be the best hand here the vast majority of the time. So we're gonna be betting for value here. It's, um, but we also have more going on on this board. We've got, you know, backdoor flush draw. Once again, we've got backdoor straight draws. We've got all sorts of good stuff going on here. So once again, you don't need to have like ace 10 or something to bet here. You can absolutely bet for value here with your nine eight. Let's look at an example of big value now. You know, you raise a really nice hand like ace king of diamonds, uh, pre-flop flop comes down with a 10 of spades, ace of hearts and four of clubs. This is gonna be one of these spots that I would refer to as big value because you have far and away the best hand here with top pair, top kicker. The chances of them having a better hand than you in this situation are incredibly, incredibly small. And you should absolutely just bet big and often. And again, just take them to value town. Guys, really what we're doing in these situations versus these recreational players is just absolutely exploiting their tendencies to the max. This is something I talk about in all three of my poker books on my poker blog and in these videos here all the time. By the way, make sure you're subscribed and shove all in on that like button if you're getting anything out of this video. But basically guys, it's playing exploitative poker, which AKA means playing the player not trying to use some super advanced theory that's just gonna go, again, go right over their head. 
It's absolutely just countering their tendencies to the optimal level. These are players we know. They like to just call a lot if they have anything they like at all. So what do we do against a player like that? Well, you don't bluff them and you bet big when you have any kind of value hands. And once again, it doesn't need to be the nuts. It can be even bottom pair, middle pair, top pair, all of these hands are good enough. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, but Nathan, what do you do if they call? What do you do if they raise you? Well, if they raise you, I'd probably consider folding a hand like middle pair with top pair. It's a little bit more complicated. But what you guys need to remember is that is such a rare occurrence. It doesn't happen that often. What ends up happening more often is you make big bets, they call you down with a worse hand, and you win a big pot. That's the how you win the maximum amount versus these players. And yes, I know once in a while they're going to get lucky against you. I know it's frustrating, but what you guys need to know is that these players lose at a prolific rate over the long run. Once again, you can just check the data for yourself in your Poker Tracker HUD. Once again, there's links to that. In the description below, you can go see the bad players for yourself in your database if you play online poker, and you can see just how much they're losing. They get lucky once in a while, guys, but the simple way to beat them is to, number one, stop trying to bluff them. You know that won't work. They're just going to call you, and you're going to put yourself on tilt as well, which is going to make things doubly difficult for you. And on the flip side, when you have anything decent at all, from middle pair, top pair, sometimes even bottom pair, just bet big and often against them let them call with their whatever pair of napkins whatever the heck they have and lose most of the time to your superior hand so guys i hope this one was helpful for you in some sort of way guys when you really sort of drill this basic strategy into your mind it, it's not really that difficult they're going to get lucky like i said once in a while but if you just keep things as simple as possible versus these players i think you're going to have the most success versus these players in the long run hey guys i hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode if you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid stakes poker games make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com and also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with BlackRain79.com.